0: Hey everybody, welcome to Funny Side Up, the Funny Side Up cast. It's your host, Will, Big Boss Will, whatever you want to call me. We're back to the norm uh, again, Uh, second week in a row, right? Last week, uh, it was just me and you again, ain't that right, Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird not actually having a guest. So used to it, after it happened twice,
1: (laughs) which, I mean, at that point was like half of our episodes yeah for now it's been because they're our friends but like in the future we're going to resort to picking up random people off the street to interview yeah no
0: that would be cool
1: <laughs> i'm not getting any audio in my headphones but i don't know exactly why i'll just get this part out that's no, fine um yeah i'm an editing wizard so
0: yeah i got it now it was one of the knobs
1: Knobs.
0: yeah but uh knob head <laughs> yeah so uh we really didn't know where we would start tonight. Uh yeah. As we really never do, we just kind of
1: jump into it, but yeah. we have a vague outline and everything else just flows. And I mean, that's that's good enough. Yeah, I mean. We're, we're being too meta
0: again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are some podcasts who
0: Hey, weather in SoCal has been pretty pretty nice. It's uh, supposed to get a little rough again, but
1: yeah, it's um It's been alternating a whole lot, very cold to very warm. That's what's
0: been causing the really bad storms. Yeah.
1: It's the transfer
0: from winter to summer. We completely skipped spring. Yeah. Uh, All the pollen came in at once. (laughs) And I I usually have really, really bad allergies. Not at all this year. Yeah. Not a single bit, but my mom and grandmother have both been like fucked up with it bad. Yeah. Uh, My mom said she's been doubling up on her allergy medicine and you know what I think it was? I My mom made the comment. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. The thrift store. The thrift store built my immunity <laughs> because I was around dust all the time. Yeah. And I was always sneezing, and I was always having to deal with such a high level. that all this <laughs> pollen ain't shit to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my brother doesn't drive a whole lot, and he took his car to a wash. But, I mean, that thing was covered in pollen. Like, If I didn't park up under a carport, my truck
0: would be yellow. Yeah. Like bad. Whenever I sometimes I don't park under the carport and like uh, there were two days and it was, it was bad. And when it rains, shit covers it again. Yeah. But uh I started my new job. <laughs> Today I, I had I've been training all week. I'm C P R certified so Yeah. It took uh, you one day. <laughs> it took me one day to get C P R certified. And uh yeah it usually takes like a class. Um yeah. But now if uh if anyone ever, you know, goes
1: down. Yeah, you'll do the bystander effect and you won't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I found I found out today I work really good under stress. Really? Why don't you elaborate
0: yep. on that? <laughs> I will. I will elaborate. Um so yeah, like I said, HIPAA. A a policy put in place by uh I was talking to Jackson about this earlier. Yeah. Uh Bill Clinton in the in ninety six. I remember because some lady said it in class, HIPAA was in place. Um, so people at work, they'll, you know, they'll tell stories. So people tell ER stories. Yeah. I, I'm i fairly certain you're just not allowed to mention legal name, not allowed to like let anyone know anything, anything specific, like personal details. That, that is what it protects. Yeah. And you're going to be dancing this line very finely all tonight. <laughs> you know, which that's the thing. I believe it's a very defined line. Yeah. Seeing as it was my first day and everything, I don't want to take any risks. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm that's speak.
1: good. It's just, you know, I think a lot of people just wouldn't even bother. They'd just be like, yeah, nah. So, yeah,
0: I, I respect people, no matter what they do to me or anyone else.
1: It's getting personal. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I, I respect everyone. I try and respect everyone. Yeah. So I I started in the ER. Uh, is that, It's an extension of the ER where... Uh if anyone is like psychiatric or such, um they we have rooms that, that we monitor them in and such. Yeah. Um and so for the most part I, I had a few few rough individuals, uh had several really good individuals today. One individual came in, uh was immediately non compliant, wouldn't do anything we said, so we had to get our lead. He was a big, big dude. He listened to him. Then <laughs> he wouldn't, he wouldn't sit in his bed or what be it, and he's just sitting at the
1: door. Yeah, you bring the muscle over, and
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he listened, and then uh, he he did not move for a couple hours, and he got up, started walking to the door, and after having to deal with him earlier, we knew something was about to go down. Uh, so one fellow was like, "Hey, stay in your room." <laughs> He's like, you can't make me. And he's like, hey, don't cross that line where that door is. He stepped out. We're like, I stepped over. I was like, hey, we'll call big man back up here. He'll, you know, he'll handle you. You sound like a bunch of goons. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he was like, he's like, okay, okay, I'll listen. And he walked back. I don't even think he got back to his bed. He turned back around and walked out. He's like, you know what? Go ahead. Call him. (laughs) And I was like, we already did. He's on his way. He's like, I don't care. And so he like walked out and he was kind of like jumping and stuff. Um, he was doing this weird, like jumping thing. Yeah. And he's like, he just turned around and started walking out and he couldn't make it far because there are locked doors that he would have to get through first. Um, so me and me and my coworker followed him. Uh, we were like, we were telling him to stop. Mm-hmm. I put my hand on his shoulder. He kept walking coworker proceeds to try to wrap him up which is protocol uh, he didn't get a good grab on him so guy gets out and swings a punch at him which I didn't from my angle I was standing behind him my co-worker ended up in front of him in good range of a punch uh, guy like almost completely missed him I saw later on the footage um, and as soon as he threw that punch he took another step to the guy and I immediately wrapped my arms around them and, and like blocked a my little hug yeah yeah it, i was telling uh telling someone if i can get my arms around you and grab my wrist like it's hard for me to break a grip uh yeah. i had th- there was one time years ago where there was like a dodgeball or something mm-hmm. you ever play like break the egg on a trampoline yeah, yeah, yeah where you wrap around a ball yeah i did that to a ball one time and there were like I, I had like four dudes trying to like rip the ball from me, and if I get in that like fetal position and wrapped, I can like lock my muscles, and like I you can't move me. So that's how I got around this guy, and we had one guy who had, was already kind of walking back. He was in the main or he turned around, grabbed the dude by like a part of his arm that was either under where I grabbed him, because uh, I grabbed him basically at the elbow line. Yeah, uh, and. The other guy put him, grabbed his head, essentially, and we were walking him back. And by that time, our lead came, big fella. He, the guy he threw the punch at, uh, I was like, hey, hey, big man's got him. Um, we were walking, got him to the room, ended up having to put him in restraints. But uh, my friend or my coworker who had the punch thrown at him had to go and, he like, he was gone for an hour like took a smoke break called has, uh, called some people vented. Yeah. Um, we had to, well, we didn't end up having to do like an incident report, but, uh, and my lead did, uh, and so it was a whole big thing. Uh, it was an altercation. So like we had to report it and everything. um, day one day one my very first day that wasn't actually training i was shadowing and i did a lot same fella uh he was like laughing like loud like the joker like (laughs) like cackling uh whenever he first came in he stopped at a certain point they say
1: what does the joker say uh we live in a society oh yeah yeah he didn't say that
0: (laughs) um but ended up I had to hold a plastic urinal, which is just a cup with a handle on it. <laughs> had to pull his pants down later, had to, had to let him pee in it. ended up seeing his penis, uh, which I work in a I now work in a medical facility, so it'll be normal, especially yeah. with like psychiatric patients. I was gonna I'll be seeing a lot of
1: nude people. Yeah, I was gonna kick start the story by saying the number of penises you saw today is non-zero. <laughs> yeah, non-zero. Sure as hell ain't negative.
0: <laughs> it was it was the same dude's penis twice because he's like, hey, I got to pee again. And it was less than an hour later. Yeah. He's like, I've been drinking a lot of fluids. And he <laughs> had um, But yeah. So very interesting first day. Also had a bunch of... I had two other really interesting patients, but he was the most interesting. And then I had three really good patients. uh, Very, very calm. Very... Yeah. Just very... It, it was surprisingly enjoyable. And yeah, I found out in uh a stressful situation i respond very well coming down off of the adrenaline rush of that i was like i was like having to fan myself and like all sorts of shit i was like oh my gosh yeah it was it was crazy but i mean i'm definitely able-bodied and i was able to able to hold them mostly by myself uh but yeah that that's how my first day working uh working psyche R went um yeah. which i think any any psych patient that gets brought in gets they they go there and then we'll get moved up to like a psych floor or what be it
1: but um there's something else i was going to say you know the uh, most interesting thing i can say about my first day working the thrift stores that i ate tuna out of the bag
0: <laughs> out of the ba- oh yeah dude i love the fucking bagged tuna
1: yeah i mean like i was there with my brother mm-hmm. and like he was like, I'm going to go at lunch. And I'm like, okay. He comes back with fucking bag tuna. It's then, good. The little pouches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then he he just takes out a plastic fork, starts eating it. Yeah. I was like, is this is normal. That's just protein. That's yeah, no, protein. I, I got used to it. It was not bad, but it's like, I was shocked to say the least. I was like, because the uh, a break room didn't have like, anything actual like if you wanted like a plate or a fork you had to buy those things yeah which that surprised me i was like i thought this was like a job <laughs> yeah. wait are you talking about from the break room yeah who told you that what do you mean who told you you had to buy those well not that you have to buy them per se but like they're sure as hell not going to provide any oh there were some in there There, there's like um there was some stuff but like a lot of it was open and bug problems yeah yeah i wasn't comfortable with that but like no it's not like best i can recall there was like silverware i do remember that yeah i don't remember any plates or anything like that
0: yeah i don't know about plates but yeah no i um
1: i was just surprised as soon as that started
0: so moving from my very interesting first day yeah speaking of firsts your first time on the internet, your first experiences—what uh what all does that entail? You know, where my my thoughts on the very early days of the internet. Uh, well, when when I was young and my parents were still married, yeah. Uh, my dad would come in late. I want to say he worked for like uh he he ran a truck a lot, and then I think at one point he would work uh postal, and he wouldn't come in until late. Um. And I would like get out of bed. I, I, I might've been like in my mom's bed or something. I don't know. I was waiting. And when I would hear my dad would get back and I have vague memories of this. I don't exactly remember staying up late, but I do remember uh, the point where I would stay up and he would play wow on his computer. Yeah. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Um, and I would be on my mom's computer. I'd either sit in his lap while he played wow, or I would be on my mom's computer. And I remember having, uh, like a little CD ROM, like one of the small CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of looked like a GameCube. Yeah, game that size. Um, of Spider Man, the original one. Um, I don't know for PC.
1: Yeah,
0: and I remember playing it. At it, it, this would have been like two or three AM, and I was <laughs> like three or four. Yeah. Um, that was my first like PC gaming days. <laughs> um, but then. I didn't really have much experience because we were poor. My mom had a computer, but like, yeah, she would listen to like, I remember she listened to Gwen Stefani's Sweet Escape, (laughs) which is interesting because I'm a, I'm a pretty big Gwen Stefani fan now. I love No Doubt, um, her ska band. Yes. (laughs) But I also remember her playing, uh, fuck, like Beyonce maybe. And, uh,
1: fucking Lady Gaga.
0: Probably. It would (laughs) have been around the time. But yeah, I remember that, like her listening to that music and stuff. And then um, it was a little while later, uh, I became really good friends with this guy that he works at the theater now. I met him in elementary school. I would go to his house and he showed me like mini clip. Uh, I don't think um, Fancy Pants. Yeah. You ever play Fancy Pants? Yeah. I don't. I, I think that might have been like armor games or something. Yeah. He showed me all those websites, and I got into those real big. Uh, I think I found Congregate before I found Newgrounds.
1: Yeah, I did too. Uh,
0: I remember in third grade, um, one of my f- one of my friends I graduated with, uh, we were better friends in about third grade, he told me about me and
1: dad, or dad and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Great was, fucking game. Yeah, weird-ass Newgrounds game. Yeah.
0: Did Tom Fulp make that? cuz whoever did the art for um Castle it, it, Crashers definitely did that art.
1: Yeah, it has just that newgrounds style, you know.
0: But like the the character body shapes are like almost the exact same if I remember from uh like kind of boxy-ish. Yeah. And then the dad looks like the Castle Crashers characters when they eat the sandwich or the manwich
1: and they get big and bulky. It's funny you mention that because I've played Dad and Me um haven't played castle crashers i own it and i've never played it once but
0: what do you own it on steam okay i will buy it and we <laughs> should play through it it's so
1: fucking good i think i own it i could be totally fucking it could just not it could not even be on steam it is like, okay but yeah um <clears throat> yeah I, I have a big steam library you know so like, yeah if someone just mentioned some random ass game you probably like a 50, 50 have a chance it. i have it jackson how many games do you have in your steam library Six ninety nine, and how much is your Steam account worth? Should I be dis- <laughs> disclosing that information? It's I mean, like ninety five hundred. It's personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's up
0: to you. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety five hundred dollars. Oh, shit. I mean, if you your brother's account got hacked, but yeah.
1: But I, don't I think agree. that was a
0: freak accident. Yeah. Um. Hey, it's so fucking crazy that uh Steam didn't handle that any better than they did. Yeah. No. It's like it- uh Colton plays. A lot of TF2. Mm-hmm. Probably his favorite game. It's yeah, uh,
1: got like over 1,100 hours in it. Mm-hmm.
0: And he had at least a couple hundred worth of items, right? Yeah, in his inventory. And he got hacked by, well, presum- it, 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 the IPN or whatever, or not? The, yeah, the IPN
1: of the, where he got logged in from was near Moscow. Yeah, is was in Moscow.
0: Which that could easily be like a VPN locating it in Moscow, right? Yeah. But nevertheless, his account got into, and the dude took every, like, pretty much every item. Everything worth something. Yeah. Because,
1: you know, there's like items that are worth like eight cents. Yeah.
0: yeah. And everything Colton had worked for in his Steam library got snatched one day. Yeah. That was like. It was near Christmas, if not on Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like,
1: he was. He... That was rough on him. Yeah. Bad. That was the year before last, and he had been building up his... He started playing TF2 with me in, like, November of 2016, and we first started, like, buying items on the Manco store like a month after that. So... that That's almost exactly... Two
0: years. No, well, no. That would have been three years. Yeah, three years. Worth of... Trading it, and buying... Earning things in-game. Yeah. It that's like the most fucked up thing that's happened to anyone I know with their Steam. And yeah. Steam was like, yeah, we can't really do much. Yeah, There's- I was
1: like, it's not our problem. <laughs> yeah. And, ah. Oh. The weird thing is, he had the mobile authenticator. Yeah. Like, he he took every precaution that you can take owning a Steam account, short of working at Valve. Yeah. <laughs> and and they didn't do anything about it. They, they were like, yeah, sucks, but it happens. Yeah, and that sucks a lot, because as far as, like, AAA studios go, Valve is generally... Pretty good with their fans. Yeah. It's not like EA or Rockstar. Who, mm-hmm. Rockstar is well with their fans, just not their employees. EA is fucking horrible on all fronts. Yeah. EA fucking sucks. Yeah. And there's plenty others. Ubisoft, but... More like Boobisoft. <laughs> Boobies are soft, though. Yeah. Uh, Valve... Valve is generally pretty good to like everyone involved. I hear it is great to work there, generally. I'm sure some people have bad experiences, but generally it's a good place to work and they, they do very well by their fans. They have sales all the fucking time on steam. Um, and there's no one else, there's no other company I would rather have running Steam because yeah. that is the premier PC gaming platform. Yeah, Epic Games is somewhat coming up, but like... Yeah, I, I make it a point to not claim any free game on Epic. I want nothing to do with Epic. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Like, that's customer loyalty, and I think Steam has a lot of that. Yeah. Steam has loyal fans um, because they're they're a good system
1: yeah and i think it's important to acknowledge i'm not saying no one can ever step up to valve i think having competitors is great
0: yeah because they they've got the market pretty closed yeah,
1: valve is doing a good job of holding that number one position and not being dicks about it but they there's nothing forcing them to be that way yeah yeah they're they're honest almost yeah. like in most cases um yeah one day gabe newell's gonna die and then it's all gonna go to hell yeah
0: <laughs> which i mean they're real good about having sales they're they're real good about. Um, you're putting a game on Steam, so you know how their revenue works. Yeah. How would you like say their revenue is like like splits with for game makers and stuff?
1: Yeah, it's um, like how much of a cut do they take? I believe it is seventy percent until you make so much, and then it's seventy five. It's pretty reasonable. Well, that's how much you keep. I mean, okay, okay. Or, they they take twenty. 20- until a certain point and then they yeah. take 25 yeah, no, yeah. no, they take 20. They take more once you make They take more. 30. Or, is, they take 25 and then they take 30. This is, I did not mean to convolute this that much. No, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they take they,
0: 25 until you make a certain much and then they take 30% or 25, 20 and
1: then 25.
0: No, no, no. 30, then 25. Cause you said 70 and then.
1: Yeah. I didn't mean to say that. It's 20 and then 25. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I got you now
1: god damn <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all good but yeah. yeah so like that's not that's not a lot i
1: think i heard that epic may take like 40 40 percent it may not be that much i think that would be kind of unreasonable i think yeah. if they if it's like an epic exclusive or something the splits may be different mm-hmm. but um because they are paying you a lot up front just to have your game be an exclusive yeah uh but like being an epic ex- exclusive is shooting yourself in the foot hard unless you think your game is just going to flop. Yeah, because
0: because steam you can make so much money. Yeah, exactly. Like the, especially if you're putting out a like quality product.
1: Yeah, like even if your game is terrible day one, you're probably going to get ten to fifteen sales. Yeah, like you're probably going to make if your game's a dollar, then whatever. But yeah. like if your game is uh somewhat sizable,
0: say like thirty bucks.
1: Not even thirty bucks, ten bucks. Mm-hmm. If it's ten bucks, you sell, we'll say fifteen copies, you will make your money back. Yeah. And then actually, once you sell a thousand dollars worth of your game, then you get recouped the initial cost of even putting it on there. Yeah. So you're down zero dollars.
0: You're up all that, and they only take they take in a thousand dollars. They'll take
1: they would take twenty percent. It's not so, until like a pretty high figure that they start taking more. Yeah.
0: But by then you're already like, yeah
1: you've you've already made it yeah. Um, unless you're, like, refinancing your house to make your game like Studio Moldenhauer did to Cuphead.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh,
1: there was a guy that
0: did a Kickstarter or something uh, to make a game and then ended up, like, paying off his house or something. with the. <laughs> That's the shitty thing about Kickstarters. You can, yeah. you can run with the money. There's nothing stopping you.
1: Yeah. Turn on flexible funding. So, mm-hmm. even if you don't make your goal, you still get all that money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We should make a Kickstarter for the podcast and then <laughs> run with the money and just do the podcast I mean, the same.
1: We could buy all sorts of quality of life upgrades that are just yeah. like really nice things to put in your house. We, to, we could uh, buy a house. Yeah. That's the podcast house. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> market as a living deductible, there. too. Huh? <laughs> market as a deductible. Yeah. It's a business expense. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bought a
0: house. Uh, deduct all of it. <laughs> Give me that money back, <laughs> government. <laughs>
1: You just don't pay taxes for like 20 years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I started back at the gym, which yeah. is a really good thing because of what I'll probably be doing
1: at the hospital. Yeah. I did 18 push ups last night. Yeah. And it
0: had you turned. Uh, I can, I found out I can bench 145, which.
1: I can bench 146.
0: Uh huh. <laughs>
1: I can squat 1,000. Oh, yeah. You know what? I can squat. What? thousand one. Damn. Yeah. Uh but no, I am definitely the lankier, skinner one of us.
0: Yeah, I am the there's a dude that's in Ethan's podcast or not podcast, his stream chat that he always calls me beefy because on one one stream, uh anytime we would win or lose a Rocket League game, we would do a set amount of like push ups, sit ups and squats. Yeah. Just to like add a little level to the stream. And Ethan would like cut the camera to like the Discord. Yeah. Uh, and people were loving it. Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, I got a really good workout.
1: I I want to go ahead and just say, I was playing Wingman with Ethan last night, mm-hmm. and we were just starting to come back. We were doing good. Yeah. And Caleb, this asshole, redeems. Flip your keyboard and mouse upside down to Ethan. Yes.
0: Fuck Caleb. Yeah. Caleb is awesome. I love Caleb, but like <laughs> that. That's the score that was
1: four zero, and we just pulled it up to four two. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls he, that on We ended up winning, but that's because I carried hard. Yeah, but still, man, it's like
0: how would Ethan play with his keyboard upside down?
1: Dude, he was trying. He was trying to shoot the dude, and he was taking a silencer off, like looking at the dude because the right mouse button's on yeah. the left now. Swapped,
0: you, dude. That time that I like took the silencer <laughs> off and like,
1: did I put it back on and kill the dude? You or? Didn't, You were just taking it off while he was like firing at you, just looking yeah. at him.
0: Yeah. And but
1: then, I, I some, I, I.
0: I don't think he hit me. He he might have hit me he a hit little. You a few times. Yeah, but we were like uh, about to die. I was on one HP. Yeah. yeah
1: I was yelling at you. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, Will!" <laughs> just yeah. Quick swap.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, ah, "I'm just flexing," <laughs> and I am not a good CS:GO player. Like I'm, I'm I actually have my dates. I I have my games specifically. Yeah. If if I'm in the right mindset, for some reason, I play like I wouldn't say flawlessly, but like regarding some of my off games. I play like shit.
1: Translation for that is if the other team doesn't know how to counter a Negev, then Will wins. <laughs>
0: oh, I am a fucking king with a Negev. <laughs> like, I, in, on Lake, I got a, like, two, or I got several really long shots with a yeah. Negev.
1: Like, it impressed you. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I've seen some really, really talented players that can, like, get running headshots with the AK mm-hmm. that just don't know how to deal with a Negev because no one ever uses it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the ultimate surprise weapon. Yeah. Because, like, like...
0: Is it is it an uncommon weapon to be used?
1: Yeah. Most people... I mean, I probably see one person using it every three games.
0: Mm. And I'll use it maybe every other game. Like Probably like, every game. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's definitely my most used weapon or most reliable.
1: At least in Wingman, I never see anyone else using it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. In comp, you'll see like CTs using it to hold points or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: I would attack with...
1: I never told my early internet day story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, (laughs) we
0: we got off on a tangent, but I definitely wanted to continue with that.
1: Yeah. um, Uh,
0: Well, yeah, dad and me is what introduced me to Newgrounds. Yeah. But I didn't stay on Newgrounds. I didn't didn't revisit it. I didn't go in depth. I probably would have been a much different dude (laughs) had I explored Newgrounds. Newgrounds
1: changes a person. Yeah. Especially when you're like still developing as a kid.
0: Especially like developing on the internet too. Yeah. I think it would have been really healthy for me to have, like strangely (laughs) healthy for me to have been... On there, a it's bit a really more.
1: creative place. I mm-hmm. think that's like the best part of it. Yeah, is that like you can do some weird, off the wall shit, and then like it, people will actually care about it. Yeah, yeah, it,
0: it's a amazing community. Yeah, I want you to tell your early stories, and then I want to tell. I want you to tell your big new ground story, but go yeah. ahead with your early days.
1: Yeah. Um. So in the beginning, there was Mario. <laughs> mm-hmm yeah i was a big mario fan for really no reason um dressed up as mario for halloween when i was a little baby won a costume contest with my brother mm-hmm. it was pretty cool um but then uh like i had dial up until i was seven
0: yeah yeah i which, remember you telling me that
1: by the way that's 2010 i'm not yeah. that old <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i i had dial up me and my brother would look up mario flash games um there's this one website it was like my or some bullshit like that and i i would load up a game and go watch tv for 30 minutes while i downloaded it on my 64 kilobit yeah. dial-up modem come back and just hope to god that it was a good game yeah not that i would have known any better then but there was that um i think i ended up finding addicting games
0: Yeah. Oh, dude. I forgot about addicting games. Yeah. Good website.
1: I never played mini clip.
0: Really? Yeah. I I played mini clip a bit. I think there was a game called commando, but I don't think it was like, it was similar. Um, I definitely played addicting games.
1: There was this game called highway pursuit, which going back to it when I was a lot older, uh, they stole like every gun and sound effect from (laughs) counter-strike. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah. So I I played that a lot. That was a good fun. Um, I ended up finding Congregate somehow.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know how I found it either, but yeah. I just did.
1: I wandered in there. They have chat rooms. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they do I, anymore. I don't know. They, you know they don't accept HTML games even anymore. Really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they only accept mobile games now. They're a mobile publisher. Gosh.
0: Yeah. Oh, holy shit.
1: But yeah, um first of all i really wanted to be a developer even when i was like eight yeah so i did this bullshit of downloading mortal Kombat roms and changing the extension to dot swf and trying to upload it uh and then i was like why is it just a black screen yeah and that's because take my swift files yeah it's a sega genesis game it's not gonna fucking run in a browser you goober yeah but uh i did that um i was in some some chat room and i said i was eight and of course
0: everyone, Hey, boxers are briefs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said I was eight. And then some admin, like a literal admin from Kong was like, my name was like Jack plays game or some stupid <laughs> shit like that. I was like, or he was like, Jack, you said you're eight. And I was like, Yes, and all over again cuz that was eight. Yes. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. And then I blink and then it's just like your account has been banned.
0: Like <laughs> oh, you have to be like 13. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Made another account. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm 13. <laughs> I think I came back later and I was like, hey, it's me, Jack Plays Game. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one week later. Wasn't an admin on uh, admin wasn't me. on, yeah. Yeah, I never got banned on that. I'm not going to say the name of that account because it is still up and it still has old cringy bullshit on it. Uh, very, very young humor from a little tiny baby me.
0: Yeah. But I, I didn't do much uploading to the internet when I was young.
1: I tried. <laughs> God, did I try. I, made, I followed some tutorial with Stencil, which is like a really shitty game engine. Mm-hmm. And you never like,
0: did Flash or anything?
1: It was technically Flash. Um, it was like drag and drop programming, but it exported to ActionScript. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I did all that. It came with templates to make games, and I literally opened the template and then exported that Yeah. And uploaded it. And in the description, I was like, if you want to sequel, uh, donate 200 creds or something like that. <laughs> And then this dude commented like 200 creds. Ha, not a chance in hell. And I like started arguing with this <laughs> dude, <laughs> trying to justify why I deserved money on yeah. this thing that I did not make. Yeah. Oh, I really hope no one looks that up. <laughs> yeah. Because then you would find my account. But yeah. But anyway.
0: So, um,
1: yeah. I,
0: tell your big, your big new ground story.
1: My big new ground story. So, um, I had been working on... I'll call it a mod from now on, Vestavia Hills 1, because it basically was a mod. I, I want to go ahead and clarify that, I guess, mm-hmm. because I programmed Vestavia Hills 1 from the ground up. I wrote every single line of code on my own, but I almost every bit of art was stolen. Everything that wasn't was either simple UI elements that I did or art by my brother. So I, I made all that. I spent months making it, probably like three months yeah
0: yeah definitely it was three months
1: yeah and then i i started sharing it around i put it on newgrounds first i believe
0: you didn't put it on your website first
1: i don't even know if i had a website by that point Mm. or like a real one yeah i had google sites like when i was in eighth grade or whatever that i would put shitty html games on that took me an hour to make but um i put it on there and it was still pretty rough around the edges by that point but like I knew that I probably wasn't going to completely finish it, and technically I still haven't. It's like point version point nine five or something. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'll put it up now, and that'll be it. People will play it, and it'll be cool. I'll get some feedback. Um,
0: putting putting something out there to just learn from. Yeah. Based on you know getting other people's opinions, especially on new grounds where people will be honest with you. They'll they'll give you good feedback. Yeah, in the sense that you can grow from it.
1: Yeah, and, and some of the things were like useless. Like I had no, like someone said, can you make more safe zones? I have no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you meant like maps or like an area where you're where you can just camp. Which you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't. They'll they'll always find you. But anyway, um, oh yeah, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically just COD zombies but top down. Uh, Like SIS, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it looks like... Hotline Miami. Yes. Which was... It still is my favorite game of all time. Hotline 1 and 2. So I I put it on there and ended up getting Daily 3rd place.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got the medal.
1: Yeah, and people really, really liked it. They were like, this is really fun.
0: You still get... uh, a lot of plays every day right I get like
1: 15 plays a day still yeah but at my peak i was getting a thousand plays a day yeah with probably like 10 reviews a day at my peak and like that was that was a lot because it's like there are so many people playing this game that like 10 people a day are willing to spend however many minutes like writing all this telling me they had a lot of fun with it and that meant yeah. a lot
0: which you had some bugs whenever you first yeah lit-
1: and there were like bugs I introduced later trying to add new features. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, uh, people were willing to work with me on that. And like I responded every time I fixed a bug and they'd go back and they'd like, update their review to four stars, five stars, whatever. Um, and that was just really, really cool to me. Uh, I ended up sharing it on the hotline subreddit. Mm-hmm. And of all places for him to message me, Tom Fulp ended up, um, replying to that post on the hotline. Somewhere. Oh,
0: on the hotline? Yeah. Like, I figured it was from Newgrounds.
1: Yeah, no. He found it there for some reason and he was like, I just played it. It's a lot of fun. Um, He didn't know that there was a mystery box so he was just playing unarmed. That's awesome. But he ended up following me on Newgrounds. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, Tom Fult fucking played my game and followed me because of it. Enjoyed it. Yeah, on his own goddamn website. Followed you yeah and
0: man is famous
1: yeah i I ended up dming him and i was like hey man uh ever since Vestavia blew up newgrounds has been my go-to place to share games that i make it has been a hugely positive um experience and most importantly i was just surprised that you liked it and i told him like i played the room game the tribute game because i fucking loved that uh some other things that he made and he got back to me and he was like Heck yeah, man! We just like started talking. Uh, I mentioned how Newgrounds doesn't have a good payout because it doesn't pay creators that well. Mm-hmm. But
0: which I mean, it, it's come. It, it's it's nowhere near what its peak was anymore. Yeah. It it, was, it peaked in the early days of the internet.
1: Yeah, in like the early two thousands, it was like top ten websites. Yeah, easily. But um, yeah, I I didn't put anything on there for money. If I wanted to, I put it on Steam. Yeah. But um yeah no uh he said he was like working on trying to get monetization better to yeah. like, better pay creators
0: a lot of um he was in a podcast uh the one that i like a lot because a lot of those guys were new ground guys yeah and two of them were employees there uh two of them work on are working on um nightmare cops the his next game yeah. and uh he was on there he was i think he was only on one episode and it was the season one finale and they asked him, like, I guess what one of his biggest regrets with Newgrounds was. And it was the monetization. Um, yeah. Them allowing porn was on the website, uh, mm-hmm. like, porn art and such. Adult content hindered them, but also made it what the website was. Yeah. Where people could post whatever and be comfortable and have that community. But at the same time, they were making the sacrifice of being able to monetize as well because companies weren't going to advertise and such. Yeah, They
1: don't want to be associated with all that. Which yeah. That's fine. It is an inherently anti-commercial website. Yeah. Which if you want to make money, Newgrounds is not the place to do it. But yeah,
0: like, it's a good place if you want feedback and community. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what they, that's, that's what, what it's like, all about. Yeah.
1: Um, which it just sucks. <laughs> huh? That's the name of the game. Yeah.
0: But, uh, no, just the fact that you had a conversation with the creator of Newgrounds. Yeah. He played your game. He liked it. Yeah, like, it. and you said you said you're gonna put a demo of Festavia Hill Showdown on there, right? Yeah,
1: I am. Once I get around to it. Yeah, This has been slow lately, but
0: yeah, but it's it's for good reason.
1: Yeah, and it's weird because it's like, um, I was sixteen, seventeen, making Festivia One, and all that happened. And the thought occurred to me like this could be my peak <laughs> yeah
0: it would suck if it would is but i don't yeah. i don't know i think the hill to, uh, showdown is going to be good if
1: i can actually like manage to stick to a consistent work schedule then it'll be 10 times what the first game was yeah
0: and i would if dude it would be awesome to have tom fulp on
1: yeah it would
0: like i've thought about reminding you to like Message him again, reach out, and maybe see if we could. Yeah,
1: I, I meant to say uh, I was going through all my old documents, and I found that list we made of potential guests mm-hmm. to try to get on. Um, what was his name CB Walker? Yeah, he never responded to my it, email. I don't. Did we send it? We did.
0: Okay, I I thought the email like something happened where it didn't. Did you retype it?
1: Oh, maybe not.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think it ever went through. There was a thing with it that. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. So, yeah, we need to email him again. I really think we could get, get loose, like, easy. Dude's doing nothing.
1: I mean, maybe.
0: But, yeah, uh, you should message Tom. Tom. Yeah. Because if we got Tom, that would kind of – I mean, just being, like, Tom fault featured, like –
1: Yeah. Um, I just think it'd be cool to talk to the guy. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, he, with uh, my voice. Everything I've,
0: like, heard him on or, like, seen where he's talked – He's a very chill guy. He's a busy guy, so I mean, yeah. maybe not different time zone, but if uh if we had him on and we had a set time, I know me and you would be punctual. We would make that shit happen.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you you can't miss that opportunity. That, that is
0: like the biggest opportunity. Yeah. We I mean, we would be like, "When are you available?" We're good. Like I I work every other week, so as long as it's on my off week.
1: Yeah. I, I want to clarify like for people who may not be that familiar with it. The internet would be a very, very different place without him. For sure. I mean, you think about the fact that Donkey got his start on Newgrounds. Um, a lot
0: of people got their start Egoraptor on Newgrounds. Egoraptor did. Yeah.
1: All you Game Grumps fans, you wouldn't have Game Grumps without this guy. I'm not a Game Grumps fan, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Um, there, There's so, so many people who got their start on Newgrounds and at the very least, it inspired a lot of people. It would be a very different world without it. Hands down.
0: For sure. No, I, it would be amazing to have him on. Yeah. Like not, not just for the notoriety, just seeing how cool of a guy he is.
1: Yeah. I want to know his thought process behind like the things he makes. That's like the big question, right? For any artist. Yeah. You know, like what makes you, what makes you take, what makes the gears turn, you know? Yeah.
0: He'll, he just seems like a really chill guy too. Yeah. But yeah, so, that's our goal. That's our goal. At least by the, say by the end of by the year. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow.
1: I need to drink my protein shake. Yeah, it's starting to sediment.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll separate. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I yeah I'm trying to gain weight. Uh, trying to put on muscle. Uh, which I'm I'm fairly built.
1: What's uh, your BMI? It's low. It yeah,
0: is low. It's Really low. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine <laughs> you're you're probably. Almost in the unhealthy.
1: Yeah, I am actually mm-hmm. underweight according to it. I'm like 17.1. Mm.
0: I want to say I'm like what is it 18?
1: Uh, I believe it's 18 and a half. Above that is like normal.
0: Isn't it? Doesn't it change per per weight and height?
1: Yeah, but that's how it's calculated. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, no, I'm like maybe two of the squares above, so like a point or two, but like at the bottom of. Being underweight, overweight, and healthy. I'm like barely healthy. Which you want to calculate for, it on Yeah, I'll calculate it now. I'll on, go and pull it up. I don't want people knowing how tall and I also don't know my exact height.
1: You're probably like
0: I'm like five foot eight and a half. <laughs> uh no, I'm I'm probably realistically like four eight, four nine. Yeah, I, I want to say I'm four ten. That's what I've always wanted to be, but I'm pretty sure I'm four 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 eight and a half at least.
1: Yeah, well, me and Will look kind of goofy in public because um I'm like six seven. So like when we walk side by side,
0: <laughs> yeah, my <I'm like> four <laughs> eight ass. I, eventually, when we get fan art, I want people draw me super small <laughs> beside you, and you super tall. Yeah. Um,
1: but I'm built like a damn toothpick, and I'm <laughs> muscle bound.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's like the uh, the where do you work out is like the library and it's the dude with the big head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tiny tiny head and the okay so, my height is that and that, and my weight is that and I am twenty point seven, not bad. Uh, I don't know where that puts me on the chart.
1: Can but, I tell a little story really quick? Yeah, go ahead, man. Unrelated. Um. You know those car insurance scams to call you all the time?
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, 20.7 is, normal weight is 18.5 to 25. So I'm, like I said, pretty much it. I'm a little above the bottom on normal weight.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, Uh, car insurance scams, they call you all the time. Yes. I got one today. Um. I didn't listen to the automated message. I just pressed one and hoped it would take me through, and sure enough, it did. Lady picks up. She goes, hi, we're calling about something something extended warranty on your car. Can you please give me some details on it? And I was like, I drive a 1912 Model T Ford. <laughs> Lady goes, okay. Do you drive any cars from that were manufactured between the years of 2006 and 2013? And I said, maybe. <laughs> Lady goes, okay, can you give me some details on it? Uh, like year, make, and model? And I go, yeah, it's... Blue,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jackson is like the king of prank calls. Like, um, there was another car insurance scam that was like, "Hey, what are you driving?" He was like, "I drive a 2005 Ford Taurus." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just made that up. Yeah. I don't know why Ford Taurus was the first car to jump. Yeah, this home. is like, oh, I've never driven a Ford in my life.
0: Uh Wyatt drove drove a Ford Taurus. Of course and he did. They're gross. <laughs> he he drove one of the bubble models where it's like ugly.
1: I want to correct that. I've driven my mom's Mustang. That's all. Nice Mustang. Too. Very nice.
0: Um, It's not new, but it's like, it's one of the good generations. It's like 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jackson has so many classic, like <laughs> Frank call like uh, recordings. Yeah. Poor Kurt.
1: Poor Kurt.
0: We need to throw that in an episode at some Bonus point. Bonus feature at the end. We can do it at the end of this one. Yeah, that's fine um poor kurt is classic yeah poor kurt stars kurt me and kurt and a guest stars gabe Gabe. (laughs) and uh you say your name is reggie (laughs) fissime so technically it's reggie fissime gabe and kurt (laughs) well it stars me as reggie yeah starring jackson as reggie fissime
1: and kurt as kurt Kurt.
0: (laughs) that's where um that's where the the uh so what's your card number you go two it was like seven
1: I think I started at the high end of the oh, digits
0: yeah you did six, but six
1: seven something like that I yeah. can't
0: remember and that's when I think he figured it out he's like uh huh <laughs> who, who are you buying for <laughs> me My dad?"
1: <laughs> he said it was a fucking fashion statement yeah uh, um like near the end I could tell like he knew it was fake and he like asked for me to double check the numbers on my card and i was like let me go through my papers and you just hear me rummaging around and then i start reading them off game genie codes for fucking
0: mario (laughs) we've made many prank calls yes uh it's one of the things we will do probably every other time we hang out except for recently when we're hanging out and doing like the podcast and stuff
1: yeah when we're staying at one another's house it's almost always going to happen
0: yeah we and we will always call states away usually <laughs> because by the time we do it it's like it's late yeah uh so like we've called like
1: usually it's late at night so we have to call like a mcdonald's or something that's open 24 hours yeah. but if we can do it during the day then like game stops
0: game stops are go-to's yeah they
1: are the best
0: which there are a lot of game stops where dudes like handle it really well Like yeah. they, it, cool guys typically work it well cool as in like they'll handle a prank call
1: yeah leather jackets ripped jeans smoking yeah a cigarette glasses. yeah glasses they
0: <laughs> they ride motorcycles yeah uh
1: those are the types of dudes that work at GameStop.
0: <laughs> yeah but then you call like dude i actually follow a guy on instagram that we prank called in a target and we'll steal jokes from like donkey prank calls where it's like hey you, you got this video game and he'll look it up like we had uh, one dude at, like, a Target or a Walmart, and uh, we just had him looking up a ton of, like, old vintage <laughs> games. I was like, no, we don't have that. We got it online. You can find it online. <laughs> and we're like, okay, hey, get, uh, I, I got another one. Can you see if you'll see if you all have uh, Mario 64? And he'll, he'll be like, okay, I'll be right back. And we, we would sit online <laughs> laughing our asses off over the dumbest thing ever and he'd come back and be like nope we don't have that one either uh, and then by like the fourth one he was like okay
1: <laughs>
0: stop like he, he was pr- pretty much like okay we're done here
1: yeah
0: um but no prank calls bonded us pretty well
1: I'm trying to think of a good prank call I did dude
0: the last two episodes have just been storytelling and yeah I think it's a vibe um
1: can you think of any good prank calls we did together uh We've called a couple pizza places. Dude, I prank called a pizza place while you were in there getting pizza.
0: Yes, that was the best. Like, (laughs) I I was like, I was like, Jackson, like I had had this plan for like months. I, and I I always forgot to bring it up to you, but I, there was a couple weekends where I would go to this pizza buffet. Um, whenever I got off work on Friday, I'd get a to go pizza and I'd just go home and eat it. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a very like, gamer thing to do <laughs> very broken man
1: broken yeah, spirit i individual. think i was
0: i was real broken at the time <laughs> uh and I, it was fun it was really yeah. good pizza spinach alfredo is what i would always get
1: gross anyway um
0: i was going to do I, I went to do a pickup and i feel like i got two pizzas but i think it was because a buddy was coming over yeah um
1: uh, we, we should preface the story by saying they also have an arcade there
0: they do because that ends up coming in yeah and so i was on discord with jackson about to go into the pizza place i was like oh oh my gosh jackson now that i have you here no no no! i was driving there and i called you on discord i was like i have had this plan forever will you please (laughs) call uh call this place Mm -hmm. while i'm sitting in there and i want like i've always wanted to be in a location when they're getting prank called yeah and me knowing what's happening (laughs) and so i i was sitting there waiting on my pizza and we sound like assholes like there are some people that hate people who do prank calls yeah um i mean that's
1: come on i'm not even 20 yet cut me a break
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was 18 so like but i wasn't doing the prank call um (laughs) i was sitting in there waiting on my pizza i'd like just talked to the girl she's pretty nice but like
1: is it the one that i went to school with
0: no 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 okay um but yeah she picks up the phone I think you, did you didn't end the end the Discord call. I was still in the call with you so like I could hear both sides of the conversation. Oh, could you? I think I feel like I I know at one point you did leave the call. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was I was listening and Jackson, would you like to do the voice you used?
1: <laughs> I was just doing a boomhauer impression. Exactly. Basically, I think what my I think it started out by me being upset that like my nephew or something <gasps> lost his quarters in the machine I um can't remember but
0: like no, no no so i actually went home first and i was we were talking and we were already doing prank calls or something because you had already previously done if not this was on the way there you were calling other places mm-hmm. doing prank calls yeah and because that's how the arcade machines came up right or was that after like on the way back you started calling other places
1: i can't even remember
0: it was one of the two but you called this place yeah. And uh, I was sitting there. She picked up the phone and immediately could barely understand you.
1: Yeah. Like, I was like, God dang, old man. Man, playing the damn quarter, play the Terminator 2 game. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can make out, like, probably one word every few seconds that I'm saying. And it eventually turned into me asking where I could buy she, an arcade machine. I watched
0: her. I immediately, she started shaking her head. She was like, immediately was done with it yeah like she just couldn't understand you
1: i got past the two different people
0: yes she walked over handed the phone to one dude and he couldn't understand you (laughs) go figure he took you all the way to the office and the manager's like office so i couldn't see the phone no more so i couldn't see what was actually happening like visually
1: yeah and then i went up to the boss battle the big manager and he was
0: like he he understood you somewhat
1: yeah um, and he was being very patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: From what I remember, yeah. Yeah. And did he hang up on you, or did you hang up?
1: Uh, we both said goodbye. Okay. It, it was. It was on good terms.
0: <laughs> A few minutes fast. <laughs> I was texting Jackson because I wasn't going to talk to you because I was sitting in there. Yeah. I was like, call him again. <laughs> I was like, you got to call him again. She picked it up. She was Jackson immediately went back to talking about the Terminator, um, the Terminator uh, video game, yeah. And she's like, He called back, <laughs> and it, it, she, I think she might have put you on hold. And was like, That fella called again and was, was talking about here, here, take the phone. <laughs> and so she walked the phone back to the office, and you probably talked to him again for a yeah. little bit and then ended up hanging up because. Yeah but oh, that that was easily the best like prank call situation because i was like there watching it happen it was pretty funny
1: (laughs) i remember one time i was uh i called some mcdonald's and i was trying my best to do the boom voice yeah where i was just talking really fast and the dude matched me he was like speaking just as fast back threatening to kick my ass i was like Drove through, your goddamn drive through, man! I can't even get my damn ham sandwich. Man, I'll beat your ass! <laughs> Dude was like, "Come on through the drive through again, go whoop your ass. <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Damn, he was ready." Yeah, <laughs> he deals with these people on a daily basis. But uh, it was like Tennessee, of course. A
0: very classic McDonald's prank call that we do. Yeah, and Ethan picked up on this a lot. My little brother, mm-hmm. and he started he he would do this, but he actually really likes the Shamrock Shake. Yes. Anytime we call McDonald's, regardless of if it's uh, the season or not, yeah, we'll call in the middle of summer, we'll call in the middle of winter. I'll be like, hey, y'all got the shamrock shake? And go, no, we only have that during St. Patrick's Day. And I'll be like, what you mean? I can't come in and get a shamrock shake? Like, no, we don't have the shamrock shake. And- no. We we're like adamant that they they should have the Shamrock. My shake.
1: favorite go-to response whenever anyone like throws us some trouble is just why. Yeah, you just ask why and nothing else, and it's like that's a good question. Why don't we have the Shamrock? Yeah, shake? have
0: it all year, dude. People want their damn Shamrock shake. You wanna uh, you wanna do some improv? You wanna some do improv? Prank call improv? Right now? Right now? Hell yeah! Okay.
1: Here, here. I'll I'll be the clerk. Okay, I'm the clerk.
0: Okay. Bring bring. Hello, this is seven eleven. Hey man. Y'all open? Uh yes. How, how late are y'all open?
1: Uh eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have your phone number. We're tracking you. The police are on their way to your house right now. No way. <laughs> yes boy. <why? laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell them to bring a damn little Caesars. <laughs>
0: okay, sir. <we'll laughs>
1: The funniest thing about prank calling on Google Voice is anytime people threaten me by knowing that I have my number or knowing they have my number.
0: It's a fake number.
1: Yeah, I can call their bluff every time. I'm just like, no way. <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> yeah, do? they really don't. Yeah. So, that's,
1: that's the wonderful part about it. That's
0: the thing. We're from SoCal, and they think you're from New York when they see that.
1: Yeah, 631 number. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it out one day. Your- My a, fake number.
0: Dude. That would be really awesome for, like, call-ins. Yeah. We could do a whole call-in podcast.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know if, how many people would call in, <laughs> but...
0: I mean, we'll do it after we have Tom Folt. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, come on in.
1: Yeah, and just, like, let it be known that, like, we We're, do edit things and posts. Yeah,
0: we'll cut shit if...
1: Yeah, if you're just, like, trying to be an obvious troll, it's not... Yeah. You're just which, wasting your time. Which
0: we've already mentioned that very early, like... yeah that if we ever have anyone on that you know
1: Yeah, exactly. We were talking about like having a spontaneous fucking Yeah, we can just cut that from. shit if we want. Yeah.
0: Speaking of which, uh I want to try and have Colin back on soon.
1: Yeah. I, uh next one I think we discussed would not be political. It would just be yeah. Colin talking. Colin's a cool dude. He yeah. can he,
0: he can talk politics. He can talk anything. He can talk astrology. <laughs> yeah. I have I I'm single. So I'm I'm like casting my net and the fact that I run a podcast is not something I try and bring up whenever I'm like talking to a girl. So I don't, uh, it's not something that if I just meet a girl, I don't want her to base her entire concept of me on the first episode, especially Yeah. like, cause that's what they would probably listen to if not the most recent. Yeah. Um, and so, this one girl that I've actually kind of been talking to, uh, I, it, it typically comes up at a certain point because it's a part of my weekly routine. It's like, hey, I'm not really going to be able to talk, recording yeah. a podcast. I usually say I'm recording, and then if they ask, I'll be like, it's a podcast. And sex, I try not to. Sex movie. Yeah, sex, sex movie. movie. <laughs> I, I try not to like. If they ask for it, I'll be like, ah, maybe. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, I've shared the podcast with most people except my family. Yeah, with the exception being Colton, because he's mentioned pretty much every episode.
0: What do you mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Colton loves the podcast. Yeah. It, he, I sent him a couple links, and he didn't ever start listening until
1: the thrift store episode.
0: Yeah, and then he listened, and he listened. I assume he listened to last week's episode because he messaged me after it came out and he had listened to it yeah so we have another loyal fan (laughs) most of our loyal fans are just our our close friends which I expected we don't do a lot of marketing which we should
1: yeah I mean Um, marketing is difficult it's an entire other beast
0: uh if we were big people we would have a big podcast following but yeah once once we become big people (laughs) uh eventually maybe uh I'll just start getting people to plug our podcast who uh ethan streams
1: what? i mean the, the only problem with that it's a, it's like marketing a steam game on instagram like it's the wrong demographic
0: yeah for sure um, i think people that watch streams probably also listen to podcasts
1: i think podcasts are just their own thing like yeah there's there's a good chance of crossover but like um
0: there's th- really not a good way to grow a podcast unless you are already
1: big you can pay for spotify ads i guess which, yeah i mean that's
0: people are they don't they want to listen to their music they don't want to like get interrupted yeah. and hear about uh like a podcast on spotify
1: that's the thing that i think if we did something that's like actually funny just like a little skit and paid money for that then maybe it would convince some people to be like These guys ain't too bad. Then they're going to listen to the podcast and be disappointed. But like that that doesn't matter. We got them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They, they listened. That counts for us. Yeah. So, uh,
1: and I mean, Hey, exponential, more people that listen, the more people that are going to listen, you know? Yeah.
0: Tell a friend to tell a friend is what I always try and say, Yeah. but, uh, I don't know we've come, we've come a long way from just the first episode. I think we've, we've definitely fallen more into it. Yeah. And I'm ready for like, I, I always fall into it. Of just talking about... Very meta about the podcast.
1: Yeah, the thing is, though, it's like... I feel no more natural than I did on the very first episode. Yeah. It's always just been this very organic process of just talking.
0: Which, yeah, it's just me and you. We've been friends for years, so... Yeah. But, once again, meta. Imagine
1: if we were, like, acquaintances and we tried to do this. Yeah.
0: If we had tried to start this right away, would have failed.
1: Yeah. It'd just be, like, uncomfortable, I assume. Yeah. You gotta...
0: Have rapport. Yeah. Which... That's a thing bringing on guests that we don't know Mm -hmm. that's where we're actually gonna have to prepare like with Tom I assume we're gonna we need to have at least like 10-15 questions to where if we're not talking about shit we need to we need to be like so here's this and this I think we could come up with questions for him we could easily come up with questions for CB Walker like we've been fans of him for so long
1: first question is this a bodega (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: I wonder if he would put on a character. I I would almost ask him to. Um, and then, uh, Lucic. I feel like just his raw chaotic energy itself. Yeah. Um, those are like the big three that we want to try and get on first for sure.
1: Random thing. You want to talk about the theme for the podcast? Just like the uh, intro, and outro music, because it's it's for a what's supposed to be a comedy centric podcast it's sort of an interesting choice that is
0: i only listened to a bit of it um i can't remember was it the one i picked out yeah it's been a minute since i listened to so i couldn't tell you
1: yeah the thing is i sent will like
0: three three tracks i
1: thought it was more than that
0: i i only remember three but probably
1: yeah i sent a a good number of songs that i had just made in the past week and i was like these are songs that i've not put anywhere i haven't put it on my soundcloud or spotify or anything they are perfectly free for us to use and there were a few high energy tracks, but he ended up settling on this very slow sort of ambient orchestral thing, which I think the MP3 was called like to be completely out of it because I made it when I was like really fucking tired and I just wasn't using my brain. But yeah. uh, Why'd you pick that one?
0: I think it's the energy I feel when we're recording. It's like, I don't ever feel like, like we are labeled as a comedy podcast. And I think we're funny guys. I think that was our intentions. But, like, if you listen to comedy podcasts, sometimes they aim to be a bit funnier. Yeah. I feel like we think everything we say to each other is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, We'll usually laugh at one another. But, like, typically, in the grand scheme of things, when we're recording, Mm -hmm. it's very mellow. Like, we're not, like... Like the skits or the... We don't do any skits. We don't... I want to try and improv more. Um,
1: I'm not that good at improv. Or I feel like I'm not.
0: I... I feel like in improv, you are... I think... I wouldn't say you're only as good as who you're playing off of. But who you're playing off of does have a really, really big impact on your improv. Um, And if you're playing off someone that you can read and you have good chemistry with with practice like it's it's like nothing you know yeah which we could do practice improv over discord yeah um but you know it's different face to face yeah um i i would have done theater if we had had it
1: i was technically in theater but like uh my we, english teacher was just really cool and mm-hmm. i was i was in yearbook the year prior and i couldn't be in it this year mm-hmm But our theater teacher and the guy over yearbook is the same guy. So I was like, could I sign up for theater and just do yearbook work? And he said, yes. So I ended up going in there and I sat at a computer instead of everyone else. Mm -hmm. I didn't even end up doing anything for yearbook. I legitimately just like made music because he let me download FL Studio on one of the computers. Yeah. And I did that for an hour every day. I mostly did Jumbox, which is like a chiptune website. Mm -hmm. I've gotten very, very into Jumbox. It's a lot of fun. But yeah, um, I, I I tend to say that a lot where it's like, I, I try to find ways to do things I actually care about Yeah. instead of like, you know, forensics work or whatever I have in school because it's like those things are not going to further me in whatever I want to do in life.
0: Yeah, it's not what you intend on doing. Yeah,
1: like
0: you have no passion for it. Yeah, I like actual passion.
1: I, I plan on going into computer science, right? Mm hmm. And it's like I was telling someone else. I, I am actually furthering myself by trying to cheat the online system. Yeah. For school, I'm furthering myself more in what I actually want to do by doing that than actually like, reading a language paragraph and like, uh, dissecting it. Yeah. it. yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. But
0: realistically, that's that's the fucked up thing about the American school system. Yeah. Is it doesn't matter what you are aiming to do with your life. You have to do all this. Re- you're required to do all this to graduate, to move on. Yeah. So you uh you cheating the system really. Yeah. is more beneficial to you than actually doing what the system thinks is best for you.
1: Yeah, cuz like I'm just trying to figure out what makes these websites tick and that's like way more that's way closer to what I would actually be doing than yeah you know, whatever else. Yeah. But, um,
0: one thing that I did want to mention along with school, uh, it, it was in the note, the famed notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on a, everyone, everyone obviously growing up is going to learn their natural language, the language they speak in their country, yeah. the language, their family speaks all that. Some people grow up speaking, Two languages, either mm-hmm. based on where they live and their family, or other reasons. Uh, like, people in Canada learn French. Yeah. Um, people in Ireland learn English and Irish.
1: Yeah, most people all over the world learn English to some degree.
0: Yeah. Uh, Marcos is from Argentina. Yeah. He's taken, he's he's had English classes for several years now. Yeah. Um. Would it, to break the language barrier down... Mm-hmm. Did you know that there are multiple sign languages? Like I did not. There, there's like a, I think an American standard, and then there are a couple different sign languages. I was as soon as I found that out, I started thinking, why the fuck is there not a single sign language, and why doesn't everyone learn that from an early age? Mm-hmm. If everyone, if every nation agreed, okay, in our mandatory schooling system, we are going to have like two or three years of sign language and have refreshers every couple of years so yeah. everyone knows sign language. If everyone knew sign language and every nation taught the same sign language uh like courses essentially mm-hmm. no matter what language you spoke, you could communicate with someone else. Yeah. Because sign language, just based off of how it works, you don't need dialect patterns. You don't need
1: there's no worry of pronunciation.
0: Exactly. There's no... Sentence structure would be the same because you're teaching the same course, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, I assume I assume languages like Turkish and Spanish, mm-hmm. their language uh, syntax, their sentence structure yeah. is not the same as English. But if you teach a single syntax for sign language, it's like when you're talking in sign language, this is how you communicate things. Yeah. If everyone had that course, everyone would be able to communicate with someone regardless of natural verbal language.
1: Yeah. And I think the important thing to note there is that you do keep it simple. You don't need to be able to uh, convey complex uh, ideas and thoughts with this. It is just like the bare minimum, maybe like 200 words and phrases. Because yeah it's
0: like hey where's the bathroom yeah my name is basically pretty much uh learning names i, I wouldn't even put names names no you don't
1: need names you just need
0: where's the bathroom how do i get here how do i get there yeah. food water uh things directions maybe we like
1: you have that to some degree with like shaking your head and nodding yeah waving is hello things like that that's yeah. all universal and that's great uh if we just like expanded upon that i think that would be wonderful because it's like that's things that anyone can learn mm-hmm. it's universal com- concepts that uh apply to anybody yeah and it, it would not really interfere because like once you start trying to actually like build sentences and stuff with sign language then it's like you worry about it conflicting with syntaxes like you said yeah um because you know uh in in some languages like the order of uh subject and predicate is flipped
0: yeah yeah exactly like things spanish like i believe
1: yeah so you could avoid that entirely if you just had uh, a gesture to symbolize whatever. Yeah. If you had a gesture for food, then you have that. And I, you can like point to your mouth or whatever <laughs> and be like but, hungry. But
0: in a different language, pointing at, at your mouth may mean – or someone may assume whatever word you're saying, they may – pointing at your mouth can either mean speaking. It can mean food. It can mean water. Yeah. It can mean like your mouth is – like – Pointing we need at a your standard, mind. exactly. Yeah, it can be very vague. But if you have a certain gesture for eating, or like, like uh, tilting a cup typically mm-hmm. means drink. Yeah. Um, rubbing your belly may mean food. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: could also mean sick.
0: It could. So that like, yeah, a very basic like I'm trying to convey this. Yeah. Uh, like conveying like either if someone's wounded, conveying get help. There's not a there's not a good way.
1: Yeah, get help is a very good one because like, if someone is like screaming, yeah, that could mean like you can tell if they're like worried or something, but you can't actually tell what they need. Need,
0: yeah. So like, body language is a huge huge thing that goes a long way. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and that's something I learned today is you can really tell with a patient if something's about to happen. Yeah, because they'll start pacing or something along those lines.
1: Yeah, like. This entire concept is like we're we're already partially there, and just because of human nature, yeah. But then,
0: slight even slightly expanding upon it, yeah. Having a small course in it, yeah. That is universal,
1: yeah. And it's like you said, it would not take that long. It would be, it wouldn't be its own course or anything in school, like all through like math or science. It's
0: like uh, like when you're in elementary school, you have one teacher, you Mm -hmm. learn cursive. Uh, it would essentially be like cursive where it's like one year you learn it. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing that it, it would be surprising if it didn't stick. It's like cursive you learn once. Some people may get rusty on it, but you have a basic idea.
1: Yeah. You know, fucked up thing about that. Uh, we took uh, a one week cursive course. Really? In second grade. I had strep throat. I never learned cursive in school. I had to teach myself cursive. Mm. Yeah.
0: Cursive is dead. <laughs> like I, I, use it to sign. That's it. Yeah, um, my
1: signature is just like capital J, capital D, and everything else is scribbles. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I methodically do my, uh, my uh signature, but my last name is loop 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 loop. Yeah, like so, it it ends up everything looks the same, mm-hmm. and then a Y. Um, well,
1: you can. Do You put the fourth at the end.
0: It uh, depends. Depends on uh, what. You
1: consistently I'm... do it because that looks fucking cool.
0: Yeah. But yeah, uh, it is. It's an hour and a half. We'll have to cut it down. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna end it here. Uh, thank you for thank you for sticking around. If you stuck around this far, Jackson, what's the what's the comment of the the episode?
1: Uh, new grounds all lowercase. At Tom Fult.
0: Uh Yeah, so uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, leave a like. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Have a good night. Have a good day whenever you're listening. Take it easy. And uh, we love you. We, we love our listeners. Yes. I, I can't think of anyone who, who doesn't comment or give us feedback directly that I don't just appreciate more than anything. Yeah. Like having feedback for this – Something we do once a week. It I, I think about. I think about the podcast most of the week. It, it, it is something that sits on my mind. It, it's because it's something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like starting this new job. Well, you know, I, I bought a whole ass marker board yeah. with a calendar on it. You sitting were
1: Homer on April 28th. Yeah. It's yeah. Homer day.
0: Uh, I I wrote down my schedule as far as I know it. That helps me just know when I'm working. I'm starting to work out, so I was putting days that I plan to go to the gym on. But I bought it just so I could write it down. Be like long outro. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, hey, I mark the days that I'm working. Mark the days that I'm off, and I know. I was like, we're good to record here. Yeah. Like I podcast is the one of the biggest priorities for me right now because it's something I'm so passionate about. Yeah. And so when someone enjoys it takes the time out of their day to listen to it it just means the world like i just i know that people are enjoying what we're doing so even if they didn't i would still be doing this yeah it's it's a good vent it's a good good therapy for us um but yeah no all that to say if you actually listen you sit through it you know you find us entertaining i don't know how thank you (laughs) like it it truly means a lot
1: yeah it's just a stream of consciousness but you know that's what we are